0: Brandon just informed me that this is the 250th episode of Preps Today with John Milay. So, homework assignment for all of our loyal listeners. I want you to go back and listen to all 250 and tell us which was your favorite.
1: Oh, ooh, I'm not even doing that. <laughs> uh, ooh.
0: No, hey, I, and seriously, <laughs> John, thank you for putting in all the work for making this show so interesting, for bringing the stories from all across the state, sports and activities, perspectives from the MSHSL. Uh, perspectives from your career as a longtime writer around town or around the upper Midwest. I appreciate the work. I appreciate the expertise. Uh, Thanks to Brandon for putting them all out. Uh, I really do. And I appreciate everybody who listens. Obviously we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't have listeners. And of course we would, I don't know if we'd still be doing it without Jody stay and and pizza barn uh, and all the support we've gotten from them. So thanks to everyone. We do appreciate it.
1: It's great, Jim. And you've done, man, man, the job you've done putting together this network, all these shows, holy mackerel that's a whole career right there and 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 it's like your second career after everything you've done as a sports writer and a reporter to do this is just astounding so congrats to you and everybody involved
0: i just uh, i just tried to align myself with people who are smarter than me and that ended up not being much of a challenge
1: <laughs> same here i'm still looking for All anybody right, so let's dumber, get to, dumber let's, than me let's, yeah
0: let's get to today's <laughs> show once again thank you to everyone best way to listen to the show if you like it Subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen. Thanks again to Jody State and Pizza Barn in Princeton. Uh, Thanks also to All All Energy Solar and Propane, propane propane.com. We are coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services studio. This is talknorth.com. And let's start today, uh, the afternoon of June 15th. Let's recap some of the state tournaments.
1: Yeah, we're uh, getting to the end of the year here, Jim. Uh, we wrapped up a few spring sports last week. We, we finished up track and field, boys' tennis and softball with uh, the state championship events. This week, we're talking here Thursday afternoon. Uh, by the end of business on Saturday, we will have closed the books on baseball, golf and lacrosse. But I'm going to go back to last week, uh, those tournaments. I posted a, a handful of John's Journal stories from those tournaments last year, I'll mention a couple here that I really, really had fun with. One's a a cool twist on multi-sport athletes, which we talk about a lot. Two guys, two senior boys from Rocker up a new school up on the Iron Range that actually won't open until this fall. But the sports teams from the schools involved have been together for years already. So the two boys, Jared Delich and Jake Braddock, they played at the state tennis tournament for four days last week. And then the next day, they were at the state track meet. So Rockridge qualified for state in the team tennis competition. So those guys played doubles in the team competition. Then uh, they played two days of doubles in the, in the singles and doubles tournament. They finished third in Class A. That's a great thing. Uh, That was Friday afternoon. The next morning they were running the four by 800 relay at the state track meet. Uh, That Rockridge team finished 12th at state. So those guys played two days of team tennis, two days of doubles tennis, and then ran a relay at the state track meet. It's, it was phenomenal. It was great talking to them. They had a big week. That's a, that's, I don't know if I've seen that before, Uh, tennis and track state competitions in the same week. So I, I had a good time talking to those guys. Another story that I was kind of surprised how much attention this got as far as reaction on the MSHSO Facebook page with comments and everything. I wrote about Jade Ripkema, a senior runner from Nevis. Uh, Nevis is a small town up north. They don't even have a track, but they've got this great uh, runner, Jade. She won the Class A 3,200 meters for the third year in a row. That's really dominant. That's that's not happened much at all. Uh, I only know of a couple of runners who've done that on the girls' side. And one of them is is a runner we all know named Carrie Tollifson, who did that mm-hmm. three times in the early 90s, went on to run in the Olympics. Uh, Jade is going to run at uh, Gonzaga, which I thought was a basketball school. But hmm. uh, she's excited to be heading out there. I asked her about that recruiting process. She said the coach was was great all the way. She's excited about getting out to the Pacific Northwest and she should do great things. Uh, you know, and also at the state track meet, there was one all time state record broken Hayden bills, a senior from Rosemount who we've talked about before broke the state. The boys shot put record earlier this spring and talk about drama on the final discus throw of his high school career. He's got one throw left he breaks the state record. The, the record was 201 feet, 7 inches by Carl Erickson of Rochester Century 22 years ago. Hayden Bills from Rosemount throws that thing 207 feet mm. to end his high school career. That That's pretty dramatic. That's pretty cool. And I want to talk just briefly about the two things, especially with the state track meet. NSPN uh, is, is our streaming partner of the high school league, and, and they're basically – streaming all these tournaments even golf they had they had crews at the 18th hole of all three golf sites this week so they could mention everybody playing in the state tournament it wasn't like watching the U.S. Open right now but it was but you can see everybody coming up on 18 they got you know I was down in Jordan uh, on Wednesday for day two there our friend Ryan Phelps a great broadcaster he was doing the coverage from A golf that was really neat and for the track meet, if you you could watch all these all the events on the track, all the field events, click on different screens. You can hit them all. They had commentators, good camera work. And then YZ Results, which is the company that does all the results for high school, League state, cross country and track. Those results are basically live. So you can see the events, one click, you're seeing the times, the distances, the heights, And I know of at least one media member, and I'm looking at you, Pat Ruff, of the Rochester Post Bulletin, who covered the state track meet and some state baseball games from home just by watching the streaming. That's how good the streaming is. And for an organized reporter like Pat down in Rochester, you know, he's got phone numbers of all these coaches. He was writing stories last week from the state track meet, and I assumed he was there every day. I texted him at one point. I said, "Hey Ruffer, I, I, it looks like you're over by the pole vault. I'll come find you and we'll hang out. We're we're very good friends." And he texts me back, "Don't bother. I'm in my basement covering this on my computer." And it's it's astounding what what the streaming has done. Live results. Um, it's just, it's just been really cool. So, uh, one more national track note here. I don't know if we talked about this last week, Julia Fixon, who graduated from Moundsview High School in 2019, she holds the Minnesota high school record in the girls' pole vault. She won an NCAA championship in the pole vault last week for Virginia Tech. And it was quite a surprise. She came into the meet ranked number 10 nationally in the women's pole vault on the division one level. And walked away from that meet in Austin, Texas, a national championship with a national championship. And I got to know Julia and her dad and mom quite well when she was in high school. And in fact, I don't know if I'd have known about this, but her dad Jim had sent me a DM on Twitter a couple days before the meet. Just you know what? It was a twofold message. He wanted me to, to wish good luck to all the kids competing in state track here, and to let me know that his daughter Julia was competing in the NCAA finals and it's really great you know we like our we like somebody who's one of us to do wonderful things so julia Fixon from mounds view way to go
0: that's so cool all right now tell us about the great hal miller
1: yeah we know hal he's been on our show brandon morton our producer was one of hal's students in wilmer hal is the most famous person from wilmer minnesota the biggest personality and we talked about this before he has managed Uh, high school league, state girls and boys tennis tournaments, two of those every year for 33 years. Mm. There were two that didn't happen because of COVID. So he was in charge of 64 state tournaments, half of them boys, half of them girls. Over those 33 years, he absolutely made those tournaments even better than they were. And with the uh, boys tournament at at Class A ending last week, Hal has stepped back. He kind of picked, helped select who's going to take over. So it was kind of a week, uh, a celebration with Hal. I was over there a couple of days at Reed Sweat Tennis Center in South Minneapolis. Uh, nobody has more friends than Hal Miller. It was just so much fun to celebrate. There was a cake the last day that said, thank you, Hal. And uh, and and I, I promised Hal weeks ago. I said, no matter what's going on, the, your last day managing a tennis tournament, there's going to be two or three other state tournaments going on but I'm going to walk out of that tennis center with you. And and I, I did that. I got him to his big truck, uh, got him sent on his way back to Wilmer. We've been texting a little bit since then. Uh, really just one of the best humans I know. And if you go to John's journal on the high school league website, MSHSL.org, you can read about how I wrote basically a profile of him, had a long phone conversation with him before the tennis tournament and, a remarkable, remarkable individual who's done remarkable things,
0: and one of the many people you've allowed people like me to meet uh, through this podcast through your That's writings. Right. I really appreciate that. I,
1: there was a real highlight the last day at uh, Class A boys tennis gym. Dave Wright was there, our friend Dave Wright, yeah. famous famous PA guy. He's been on the podcast. Dave was stringing for the Pioneer Press covering the tournament. He's a you know longtime reporter too. And I introduced, I got to introduce my good friend, Dave Wright, to my good friend, Hal Miller, because oh, I think I think a lot of those two guys, and that was a real treat for me to, you know, they certainly knew of each other, and it was really fun to, to uh, introduce those two guys and, and interact with them quite a bit, and it was really fun. So that's, there's so many, uh, you know. I say it all the time. There's so many great things that go on in in the world. I, I inhabit here on the high school sports level. And it's, it's the people it's, it's as simple as that. It's the people you get to hang out with.
0: No doubt. Uh, Jody says one of those people will tell you a little bit pizza bar in Princeton here in a second, just really quickly. All-Energy Solar panel installations are done right and made easy thanks to more than 14 years of experience in Minnesota and beyond. Visit allenergysolar.com slash coach for your free solar evaluation. Uh, just go to allenergysolar.com. You'll find out everything you need to know about anything solar, business, or personal. All right, tell us about Jody's Stay and Pizza Barn.
1: Yeah, so many great things going on at the Pizza Barn in downtown Princeton, Jim. Uh, if you want to keep up to date with the food trucks and the menus, And the lunch buffets, uh, find Pizza Barn on on Facebook. Go to pizzabarnprinceton.com. We've talked about the June Pizza of the Month. It's the Mediterranean, the first in a three-part summer series of of pizzas featuring pesto. The Mediterranean features roasted red pepper and garlic pesto. It's paired with shrimp, artichokes, red onions, fresh fresh mozzarella, and basil. Throughout June, for dine-in takeout, Take and bake delivery, uh, the Mediterranean, that sounds awesome. Pizza bar and food trucks are absolutely out and about all the time. It's it's prime food truck season. They are going all over. Uh, they will be a regular feature at the North Country Market Fest at the Isani County Fairgrounds in Cambridge every Tuesday night from 5 to 9. That goes into August. And for one of your summer events or reunion, whatever gathering it might be, you can book a pizza bar and food truck and they'll give you – They hand out the biggest slices of pizza you'll ever see. They're bigger than my head. And uh, go to pizzabarnprinceton.com, click on the food truck link. That'll get you started. And you're you're right, Jim, as always, great thanks to our friend Jody Stay. Everybody at the Pizza Barn, they've been a a vital part of this podcast for years and years now. And and we we love them to death. We can't thank them enough.
0: Yep. Thank you, Jody. Hey, we need to lower our carbon footprint. We need to Need reliable and affordable energy every minute of every day. A diverse energy mix will provide reliability and affordability, which is extremely important during Minnesota's four distinct seasons. Fortunately, a clean energy solution for tomorrow is available today. It's ready to work alongside other energy sources. It's propane. Propane produces 43% fewer emissions than the equivalent amount of electricity generated from the U.S. grid. Propane is energy stored on site and independent from the vulnerabilities of the utility grid. And propane's benefits don't end there. Major advances are being made today for renewable propane. Propane is compatible with traditional propane and requires no additional infrastructure investments. Minnesota needs to use all of our low carbon alternatives, including propane, to safely provide energy, reliability, resiliency, and affordability. Propane, the right energy, right now. Find out more about what propane can do for you at propane.com. All right, let's get to some notes. Yeah, uh, we had another
1: person we've had on the podcast, Mike Manning, just yep. a few weeks ago. They're retiring. Royce, he wrote about him recently. Director. Yep. Mike's retiring after 27 years at Rosemount. And I kind of put Mike and Patrick Roissy together this week. Roissy had noticed Rosemount won a state title in softball. Their boys track team won a state championship. And Roycey kind of posed the question on Twitter, what's going on at Rosemount? You know, a lot of winning out there. And I texted him. I said, the guy you need to talk to is Mike Manning. He's retiring in a couple of weeks after 27 years as the AD at Rosemount. He's kind of the last of a breed. These long time ADs at big suburban schools. So I gave Patrick Mike's cell phone number. They had a nice chat on the phone. And then earlier this week at CHS field where the four, a baseball playoffs have been going on. uh, Mike was there. Patrick was there and and they were both kind of looking for each other. And I was wandering around. I found Mike and brought Mike and his grandson, Ethan, up to the press box Patrick was there. They sat down and had a nice chat. And Patrick wrote a great column about about Mike Manning, what's going on at Rosemount in the time there. And I didn't realize this. Mike said this this school year is the most successful athletics-wise in Rosemount's 105-year history. And he talked about hanging banners. And my kids went to Rosemount. I've known Mike all those years. Some schools hang up banners. If you win a section title, if you go to state, you get a banner. Standards are a little higher at Rosemount. You got to be a state champ or a state runner up. And wow. I think the quote from Mike was It's so much fun ordering banners. Hmm. And there's a lot of banners in that gym. They're going to put a few more up after this year. But yeah, if anybody wants to read a, a great column about a great guy, written by a great guy, uh, find Patrick Rice's Star Tribune column about Mike Manning. Speaking of schools that are having a great run here, uh, Matamidi this spring alone has seven teams. At state tournaments, we don't have a record book like that. I don't know. I'm not aware that that's been done before. Seven teams from one school at state. But this spring, uh, the Zephyrs have sent boys and girls track teams to state, boys and girls golf teams, boys tennis team, boys lacrosse, and the and the baseball team. Well done, Zephyrs. Uh, that's fabulous. So congrats to everybody who's uh, doing great things as we wind down the re- the year here.
0: I'll read the last title of this show, the 250th show in episode history, uh, in my best Roycey voice, Uh, let's see those medals.
1: Let's see those medals. Yeah, Jim, I don't have many great, great brainstorms. This one was pretty good. I was at the track meet sitting inside the awards tent on the infield. That's where I kind of make my office when I'm there at the track meet. And right in front of me are a whole bunch of kids getting medals. You know, we give nine medals in every event. So these kids are climbing up on the podium, they get their medals, everybody gets a round of applause. It's it's a big moment. And I as that was happening one of those days, I posted a note on Twitter. I'm realizing how many people have state tournament medals at home, you know, from however many years ago. And I just said, take a picture of your medals, dig them out of the drawers, take a picture if they're on display, tell me what they are. And it was so tremendous the response. All kinds of medals popping up, some going back nearly a century. Uh, mm. I think I think the oldest I can remember seeing was Moorhead. I want to say basketball in 1926. And if you want to see these, uh, go to Twitter. Find me at mshsljohn. You're going to have to spin back a few days, but it's really cool. And people kind of jumped outside the the boundaries a little bit, and we're posting section medals and all, and that's fine. It was just really fun to see this, and and. Family, you know, families had medals from different decades. And thanks to everybody who who pitched in on that, that was really fun. So yeah, that uh, that's 250 episodes, Jim. Next week we'll talk about this week's state tournaments, uh, baseball, golf, lacrosse. And then I'm going to start my annual summer project. I go through all the John's journal stories mm-hmm. and pick out my favorites, my top 10. I'm going to get started on that next week, spend some time on that, get a little vacation time in in July. And uh, that's always fun to do, get that top 10 thing going. And, and But again, as we wrap up episode 250, let's just thank everybody who listens to our podcast. I hear from people all the time who who love the podcast. You know, I travel around the state uh, it's, it's more and more common. Somebody will compliment me on the podcast, have ideas for the podcast. So it's a real treat to use this format, which, you know, you and I, we're words people. We're, we're writers, reporters to do. This has really been fun for me. I know you you really enjoy it. So it's been a great way to, to just shine a, a even brighter light on, on high school activities in Minnesota.
0: Yes. And you know, for me, it also gets me, I mean, listen, I, it's my job to cover pro sports, the high profile sports, a certain percentage of the time. And this kind of this is this warms my heart to just talk about <laughs> kids being active, you know, I mean, that's what it's yes. all about. That's great. Uh, and, and one more thank you uh, to reiterate. Brandon Morton's been with us since the beginning of this network. Uh, he has made all this possible. He's made it all pleasant where if I was dealing with technology on my own, I would have been lost and very angry. Uh, So thank you to Brandon one more time. And thanks to John one more time.
1: Thank you, Jim.